welcome to episode 19 of Unleashed, Unchained and Unapologetic. Just to remind you about who we are and what we're about. We are humble, driven allies and leadership advocates who are obsessed with supporting leaders to stand up and step up so that the workplaces of today and tomorrow truly work for all. Everything we do to support you to lead and to shift the status quo forever by taking one human step in a smarter direction. It all starts and ends with you. Another one. Here we go, Karen. Let's go for another one again. Yep. So we're just one off 20, L. I feel like 20 is a real threshold. Very excited. It's a real, it's a real um, milestone, isn't it? Yes. But, As opposed to millstone, which... Exactly. So, so today we're going to talk about, so you want to be promoted, what's it going to take? Love this one. So Al, we were, we were talking about this just before we came on, you were talking about what you see in the workplace a lot around promotion. Do you want to share that? Because I think it's a good place to start. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? And um, I've seen it quite a lot about um, people, people, um, I've experienced and I've seen other people do it. Well, that person's on such and such, so I need a promotion because they're on such and such money. It's always about the money, always about the money. And it's not about where have, what have I delivered from A to B? What value have I delivered? What work have I done to, to um, underpin my worthiness of getting a promotion or the value of getting a promotion? It's always just, uh, well, such and such is on this, and that's what the market rate is. So therefore, you know, I'd like a promotion, please. I need to be. It's all about money, and I get that. So let me ask you a question. But in your in your little forage through the universe of work, <laughs> have you ever been in a situation where you've desperately wanted to be promoted? Do you know something? No. You're so lucky. I don't think I have. I don't think it's ever been about that for me because I've been very blessed in my career. I've been headhunted quite a few times. So I've always kind of moved on through my purpose in life was to put my son through private school. So I was always surviving, really. So it was a motto of, oh, God, I need to be earning more money. So I'd get headhunted and I'd get off of more jobs. And it was always been done via new jobs rather than being promoted within because mm. I never really had time. So, um, I've always just wanted to do a good job. Yes, I can relate I've to that. To deliver. I've always wanted to deliver, make a difference, deliver value and make an impact. I think that's been what's important for me. So no, I haven't from that perspective. So perhaps I've had a different, I've probably had a very different um, journey to a lot of people um, from personal circumstances, I guess. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, I work with a lot of people who are, desperate to be promoted and when I think about the things that they have in common there is um they're highly competitive they're very very driven and there's kind of an internal engine where there's some part of their identity that is related to how senior they are or how far they've got or what promotion they've got so you know this I think one of the things that 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 trips people up around this is attaching their identity to a promotion and thinking that a title or a salary grade or a position is going to make them feel better about themselves. I think you're right. And I think also, again, because of my way into work wasn't necessarily the traditional way, 
compared to my kind of seniority, I always kind of just surprised myself. So, you know, as, as I've said before in, the, in, in these podcasts, I never went to university. So I never thought of myself as a high achiever. I just always thought of myself as, you know, bubbly personality, loved, loved people, always loved getting on with people, always very curious, always very solution driven. I wasn't driven from an academic perspective. I was just driven to make a difference. I mean, I was going to be a nurse. My, my first choice was to be a nurse and I didn't get, I was going to go to Oxford and do a four-year nursing degree and I didn't get my science grades because it just didn't work out that way for me. So I ended up in advertising. So for me, it was never, I never really had that and I was ne I've never been particularly competitive in the workplace because I, I've always just wanted to work with people. Yeah, you see, it's interesting because I kind of fall between two horses on this one. I, my happiest times at work in my career have been working with really great people and doing really good stuff with really great teams and getting good results and just enjoying the process. And learning. I love learning. And so for me, those have been my happiest times, but I've equally well had a quite a few situations. I think it's a lot to do with some of the industries that I've worked in where there's been this brutal competition in place about who's doing better than who. And I, I don't enjoy that sort of competition because it's stressful, um, but it's easy to get caught up in it if you're coming into contact with it every day. And I think when I was, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit like you in one way is I always assume that everybody else in the room is smarter than me. Oh, God. I mean, most people are smarter than me, Karen. There's, there's no two ways about it. Well, I, 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 I would beg to differ on that. I would beg to differ on that one, Elle. You're just being overly humble here. But I always came from a place that everybody was smarter than me, so I had to prove myself. So I think, again, if you're in a position where you're proving yourself all the time, you're competing, you're comparing, you've got to think about how that looks to the people around you and to the people who are looking to promote people because – with the exception of a few industries, that combination of behaviours and and drive isn't that attractive and it isn't that safe mm, because it's very ego and identity driven. And I think that if you really want to be promoted, the question you need to be asking is, what do I need? How do I need to be? Not what do I need to do? Now, Many organizations I've come into contact with have these horrible perception-based promotion approaches, which is they, they they promote based on how good people look from the outside. Oh, I hate that so much. But it is very prevalent, right? It's and, oh, you, it's and you and those organizations have these people running around, they're the people who grab other people's ideas, present yeah. stuff as their yeah. own. Yeah, all of that kind of stuff. There is there, but there's this lack of safety around. Just showing up as yourself. And yeah. if anybody out there is in that kind of organization, feels stressed out, just feels like it's unsafe, you know, it's political, it's, it's, you know, you have it's, people around you who will literally stab you in the back to, and then trample over your prone body, then I would really, really encourage you to ask yourself if it's a place that you want to stay. It's incredibly life stressful. Yeah. It's incredibly stressful, not to, not to mention damaging to your health yes. because your body under stress feels it, even if you're not aware of it. And I just... You're, you're uh, constantly in fight or flight. No. And I... And I um, it's one of my biggest, biggest hates. And, and, and now I'm very, very... And personally speaking, I'm very, very intentional 
mm-hmm. having done having done a lot of the work with yourself really Karen because I know where I I shine I know the type of people I need to work with so you have to be very intentional about what's important to you I love what that word happened. intentional it's it it is so important and and this is the other thing we tend to look at the system and say I want to be promoted by the system but how much time do you spend looking at yourself and saying and this is going to sound aggressive am I promotion worthy do I fit here is this a place I want to fit um is the fact that I'm being passed over held back or I'm not getting where I want to go is it the system or is it me and just a word to the wise and this is going to again sound a little bit uncomfortable for some people and certainly it was uncomfortable for me when I did the self-reflection is sometimes it's you yeah not the system it's not the people around you sometimes it's you and how you're showing up absolutely the great news about that is if it is you you've got 100% control over that you don't have control over who decides who they're going to tap on the head you don't have control over the politics or the hierarchy but you have 100% control over how you show up and if you choose to show up as a collaborative positive person if you've got this distance and you don't take things personally if you're not constantly looking at the person next to you and thinking how do i compare or how do i compete because the thing is if we're going to work and comparing ourselves and competing we are generating a system of fight or flight right it becomes about survival it becomes about threat it doesn't become about how do we do this better as a group or how do i support you in fact, it's the world of where we hang on to our data and we work in silos and we protect our turf because we're worried that if we don't, somebody's going to take it from us. And it's so destructive. It it, I always think I always think those sorts of companies, it's like treading in quicksand. Or, yes, but remember. Treacle. Yeah, but this, this is why I love what I do. I know from personal experience that if you choose to and are intentional and have a long hard look at self and think how am I perpetuating the stress and Mm. choose to do the opposite Mm. you can create a massive ripple effect in the people around you because nobody the truth is nobody likes feeling you know the stress of that politics or comparison or competition it's not enjoyable it's not fun going to work when you don't know if you're safe but if you stand up and you are and I hate this phrase, but I'm going to use it anyway, the best version of yourself. But if you are showing up identity intact, intentions intact, you will be promoted because every organization values people who are easy to get along with. They do not value people who are spiky and difficult. Those people may get um, promoted grudgingly for a while because they're useful and do a good job. But they don't generate the best value over time. Yeah. And really healthy organizations recognize and those people get moved along or or get some coaching or get some counseling or or you know get some good support, mentoring from the people around them, or they leave. So yeah. I guess one of the messages from this segment is, you know, the choice is yours, but if you really want to be promoted, start by looking at yourself and asking yourself the question. How am I showing up? Am I, am I the sort of person that people want to? Yeah. How easy am I to work with? Do yeah. I bring other people along? Do I hang on to data? Do I not share my ideas because I'm scared somebody will steal them? Or am I generous and open? I mean, there is one other important thing I need to say on that. 
If you're worried people are going to take your ideas, if you are in an unsafe environment, don't just keep working hard. A lot of people think if I work hard and tick all the boxes, I'll get promoted. And if I give the results, I'll get promoted. Not true. Those things will get will help you. But in the end, if you're showing up and bringing people along and doing those things, you're a lot more likely to be tapped. So if you're if you don't play the politics, you politely decline to play the politics. If you you don't have to overwork yourself and become stressed out because that will make you compete and feel stressed. Don't do that. Work smart, not hard, classic phrase, but you know, manage your manage your energy. Yes, go for the results, but to get the results, you're going to have to bring people with you. And if you do all of those things, which a lot of it's personal, then you probably will. I I remember in my career, so I, I was desperate, and this is how psychotic I am. <laughs> so I was I would have been about 28, 29, desperate to be promoted, desperate. I was a bit, um, I joined the company a bit older. I felt like I was being left behind at 20 freaking nine. I mean, what why did you want to be, why were you desperate to be promoted? Just out of interest, why? Because what, what? I really wanted to do a good job and I enjoyed working with people and the role I was in, I couldn't have the influence I wanted to have. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what my story to myself was. Yeah. But in reality, I was probably pretty difficult to work with anyway. Um, I was, I was hugely, hugely desperate and I had a really, really appalling project. It went sideways. Um, it was it was a horrible experience. And at the end of it, I decided to resign. And I was very, very lucky the firm I was with um, was very good. And so I was like, I'm tendering my resignation. I can't go through that horror show of a project again, ever. Um, and, and they said, well, no, 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 you can't. We don't want you to resign. Why don't you take some time off? And I was just, I sat back in my chair and thought, so... They're offering me time off, a guaranteed job when I come back. I can go and think about what I want. That sounds like a great plan. Hashtag winning. Hashtag Yeah, and really surprised to your point about, oh, my goodness, <laughs> that's surprising. So I went off for six months and I did a lot of work. I did a lot of self-reflection to, to our point earlier. And when I came back afterwards, my perspective on the job, the company, myself had completely changed. And I was, I cared less about being seen to be good, proving myself, driving, comparing, whatever it was, or being promoted. I just didn't give, I just didn't care anymore. Um, and it was partly because my whole, my whole perspective had shift. And what was really interesting was I came back and my work was 10 times better. The results I got were 10 times better. I had more fun. Um, I brought people along really easy. At the end of that first project, the guy around the office pulled me aside and said, that was an amazing experience, you know, that, that, that was, that's gold standard. And I was just like, oh, thanks, you know, didn't really care about it. Oh, we're going to sort you out financially this year because you've taken a bit of time off and you've fallen behind because we've done a promotion, we've done a salary increase cycle. So yeah, that's fine. I didn't care about the money either. And that was the moment when I realized unequivocally what was important to me about work. Yeah. It was to enjoy doing it yeah. and just to enjoy doing it with the people that I was with. And the minute I started to enjoy doing it, everything changed. I got promoted really fast at that point because suddenly I looked different from the outside. I felt different on the inside. So if you're stressfully trying to grapple your way with broken fingernails up the next rung of the ladder, I can strongly, strongly suggest that it's a good idea to take a step back and examine what you really want and why and how much of your identity is, 
is attached to this promotion for the wrong reasons. Love that. I think that's a really good note to to, to end on these. these... Let's do that ending thing. <laughs> yeah, let's do that ending thing. So the one piece of information, the question that we want our listeners to take away today is why, if, if you're in that position where you want to be promoted, why do you want to be promoted? Maybe ask yourself that. What do you think is tripping you up? And what will you do differently? What are you going to do about it? What mm -hmm. action are you going to do about it? And my big tip on that one is get the mirror out, have a look and ask yourself, how am I showing up? And am I happy with that? And my guess is the answer may be no. Yeah, important, right? In which case, good news, 100% control in your hands because you have 100% control over how you show up. Thank you, Great advice as always. I think it's a great conversation because you know no one talks about this stuff. And it is and it is hard and it's hard lessons and it's hard learning. And sometimes you really do have to go about it the hard way, but it doesn't have to be. I've had, be so I've had so many clients who are in tears, stressed out, feel like they're being passed over, feel like they're they're angry because they're not getting where they want to go. And you nine times out of ten, what they what they haven't got the heads around is that they they can shift that so easily so yeah. easily and i do think it's around what's behind that i'm really asking yeah. you a question what's, what's behind driving that? you is a great question to ask um, with a lot of things that cause you stress yeah. why does it matter great great podcast off we go into the distance again off we go into the distance uh, we will catch you on the other side and i think our next one's going to be number 20 can you believe it 20 yeah. already number number 20 will be a lot of fun so okay. yeah thanks al thanking you so if you like this podcast please share it with your friends subscribe tune in um and let us know if you've got any questions about this because this yeah. is you know, this is stuff, I guess I say, people don't really talk about. We love talking about stuff that people don't. And if you do have any questions for Karen, um, please DM us. DM us, yeah. We're on and LinkedIn. You can find us if you look for us. And until next time.